Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. If I ask you if you're grateful for your spouse, I'm pretty sure you'd say, yeah, of course. But um, oftentimes we don't demonstrate that gratitude to our spouse. I'm John Fuller with Greg Smalley. And Greg, give us a quick breakdown of what gratitude is and isn't so we kind of know what we're talking about here. I think gratitude is made up of two things. First of all, you have to notice and observe and watch and expect that your spouse will do things that you appreciate. So you've got to look for it and find it. Once you see it, then you express that in a specific way. Not, hey, thank you for being you and for being so wonderful. I celebrate you. It's thank you for getting up in the morning to take our daughter to track practice when I know you'd much rather be sleeping. Okay, so uh, be grateful and express that specifically to your spouse. I like that. And with that backdrop, let's go ahead and hear from Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott. We're going to hear them talk about the realization they had of how much gratitude can do in your relationship. It can do more than just change your attitude. Here they are talking with Jim Daly. The Wall Street Journal summarized uh, some research that showed adults who frequently feel grateful have more energy, more optimism, have more social connections, more happiness than those who don't. They're less likely, now this is the spiritual component, This is the Wall Street Journal quoting this. They're less likely to be depressed, envious, or greedy. They earn more money, sleep more soundly, exercise more regularly, and are sick less often. That sounds like a biblical application to the human spirit, doesn't it? It really is. Amen. Yeah. When we set off on this path to really understand happiness within marriage, um, and and by the way, uh, some of the seeds for this were planted uh, by a fellow named Martin Seligman, who... uh, Uh, is really the father of positive psychology and changed the face of psychology in our lifetime. And I was at a TED Talk in California, and we had lunch together. And he said, nobody has taken all this mountain of research and applied it to couples. He said, why don't you two do that? That's what Mm -hmm. you guys are are kind of built for. And that's what got us off on this thing. And when we did the research, we, we did. We encountered a mountain. In the last 15 years, so much research has gone on. And what you just read about gratitude was one of the biggest things that we saw in the, the mountain of research. If you want to instantly improve your level of joy and happiness, focus on gratitude. It can't help but to increase that. Well, and the thing is, gratitude is not a you give me something and I give you gratitude. The scripture is very clear about having that attitude of gratitude. Right regardless of your circumstances. Right. Be content in all things right. is right. a way of saying that. The scripture's clear that the Lord is expecting a reborn heart, a reborn spirit, to have that sense of gratitude for everything that God has done, even the tough stuff. Yeah. And it seems like in the Christian community, we're not necessarily thankful for every circumstance. Most, but not all. <laughs> what I love about gratitude is gratitude is genuinely a choice. You know, it's a choice of where we focus our attention, we're mindful of our blessings. And we know when it comes to happiness, about 40% of our overall happiness rests on choices that we make, which is a pretty empowering thing. We really do have the possibility of shaping our happiness. Yeah, it's known as the happiness pie. About 50% 
of our happiness is just biological. And you have a set point of happiness, and I do too, and they're different. And it's biochemistry. It's yeah, it's that. kind of our that's natural half state. of Dopamine, our happiness. the way our brain fires. And that's why we, when we get married or things happen, we can swing a little bit and be more happy for a, a while because we got this new car or whatever it is, and then it comes back to that set point. 50% is due to that, and then another 10% is due to our circumstances. Right. And then what Leslie's talking about, that's the 40% of our choices. Think about that. 40% of our emotional state is conditional on the things that we choose to focus on. Now, in your book, you talk about six happiness boosters. I mm. love that. Um, let's uh, mention them, and then we'll talk about them. The first is exactly what you've yes. been touching on, and that's count your blessings. It's uh, <laughs> all about gratitude. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about this a little while ago on our trip. We had a trip that we'd been looking forward to, a Christmas gift of going to South Africa as a family. This was something we planned for for months and months and this months. It's a very meaningful, purposeful trip. We were taking our kids to experience sort of this this yeah. new place. Culture, and, culture. and um, we were using miles, you know, airline miles. To That's travel. a good thing to use yes, for that yeah. trip. Exactly, right. It's a long <laughs> one. And uh, because of that, we had to fly through Buenos Aires on the way to South Africa. All right? That's, Just a very direct route. Yeah, yeah, I think I know through. what's coming here. <laughs> Go ahead. And uh, this was something. And so we had uh, our, our person that scheduled the trip said, hey, we have a layover there for you guys. It's about six hours. Would you like me to have a little tour? And you can get a little tour guide and, and go outside the airport, look around, and then come back. Yeah, cool. That sounds fun. When you know? will we ever be back? Right. Sure. Let's and seize so, the day. So we did that and had our tour and uh it was uh getting close to you know time to come back to the airport and the traffic was thick and and so forth and we were getting a little uptight about that and it kind of got quiet in this van that we're getting driven around in and our local guide began to get very quiet right, as well and literally started he at one point got out of the van and started directing traffic you know this wouldn't happen in the streets of it's Seattle it's a pretty chaotic environment there and not much rule or order at any rate we barely made it in time and then we got to the the ticket and they said uh, you have to have a you, you left the airport. You need a medical certificate in order to get back on the airplane <laughs> for some yellow bird flu or something like that. And we, didn't, of course, fever. we didn't know anything about it. We'd had the shots. We'd had the pills. We'd had everything, but not for this because it wasn't required. Long for story Africa. short, we ended up what was supposed to be a six-hour layover turned into three days, oh and we were missing. You missed a, the flight. We were missing <laughs> it, and the flight only goes every other day to South Africa where we were going, and. And uh, I won't go through all the details, but let me just tell you, it was heart-wrenching. I mean, we'd, we'd plan to look forward. We're meeting other families over there and so forth. And uh, we were just heartsick. I mean, we were all brought to tears. Leslie had a little prayer corner going over in the, remember this, with the, the boys? The boys and I circled up, held hands, and prayed for hours and, and <laughs> hours. I'm on the phone, and I'm <laughs> working. Sounds like about 72 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah. It was a long, And, uh, you know, over. we were just staying at a, at a little hotel right there next to it. Anyway, the whole the point of all this is that we eventually got on this flight through a, a series of circumstances. Miracles. Yeah, and um, and uh, if we had more time, we could literally fill the whole interview talking about this trip. But we got there, our hearts were filled with more gratitude than they could have. It was we were bursting with gratitude just because we made it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we didn't take anything for granted. We didn't complain about one thing that entire week. It wasn't week, one, I'm tired, know? I've walked too far, I'm hungry. 
our whole family was so infused with gratitude. And I think it became for us this living lesson of gratitude literally transformed our sense of joy every day of that experience. And if something kind of, we got a bump in the road, we just look at each other and go, we're here. That's all. It was just enough of a reminder to go well, and, be and gratitude. The lesson there is that it took hardship to bring yeah. you to the point of gratitude. And that may here, be, here. again, what the Lord is talking <laughs> about when we suffer. Right. Yeah. You know, it leads right. to... Uh, character and character hope and you know but as a couple if you want to infuse your relationship if you're an empty nest couple or you're just beginning your relationship you want to infuse that relationship with more joy and happiness one dial you can immediately turn is the dial of gratitude make a list of those things you're grateful for in your spouse you can't help but to be more happy Great thoughts from Les and Leslie Parrott and Greg. Let's uh, let's focus in on that idea that gratitude is a choice because many couples probably are thinking, really, a choice that I can practice in my marriage? It really is. I think it begins with the understanding that kind of as humans, I think our mind is geared towards seeing what we don't like, what frustrates us, what's missing. Talk about somebody else, please. You're making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know there's some out there that, that sees the glasses half full, but yeah. I, I think for most people, we just we tend to notice what we don't like. Gratitude begins with a willingness to really actively look for the things that your spouse is doing that you really appreciate. And, and John, that's not always easy. I mean, it's, you have to make a decision that I'm going to watch and notice the things that, that Aaron is doing that, that I really appreciate. Is that easier or harder now, 20-some, 20 25 years into marriage? I think it's easier because at some point in my marriage, I think a mentor of mine said, what do you really want for your wife to experience within your marriage? Like, what, what, what do you really want her experience to be? And, and part of what I thought is, you know, I want her to experience that I, I get that she does a whole lot for me. Most of that I ignored, just didn't pay attention to it, mm. expected that she just does that. It's a part of her job. Yeah. And I really want her experience to be that, that I get that she puts a whole lot of effort, especially around the little things. And so I've, that's the part that I, I have to make myself notice. And it's gotten easier over the years because I've worked at it because it didn't come natural to me. It was very yeah. easy for me to see the things I was like, oh, that bugs me. Yeah. That ir- that's irritating. How, how could she? Ugh, she has no right to treat me that way. And if that's all we look for, that becomes our picture of our spouse. And all of a sudden in our mind, we're like, man, I live with a pretty terrible person. Versus there's probably a lot going on that I don't notice. But if I make myself look for it, mm. then I have to be willing to express that and, and tell her specific things. Like, thank you so much for cooking dinner last night. I know you were exhausted. You who, know, who else is going to cheerlead your spouse like you? The kids aren't. Yeah. They're going to be thinking, Mom's supposed to do this stuff. Uh, the world may, and of course, as we heard in a previous episode, if um, your spouse isn't getting affirmation from you, uh, they might look for it inappropriately. Yeah. Hmm. Someone out there is willing to compliment your yeah. spouse. So to go thank ahead. Your spouse. Yeah. Take, take the parrot's uh, advice to heart and follow Greg's lead in terms of looking for the positive and really just accentuate that and, and make a point of speaking it into your spouse's life. I like that, that experiential perspective that you've brought today, Greg. 
Well, uh, stop by our website for more information about having a happier marriage and uh, various resources that we have, including the book by Les and Leslie Parrott's Making Happy. As always, when you contribute to the work here of Focus on the Family, a gift of any amount, we'll send a copy of that resource to say thank you for helping us reach out and strengthen marriages. We've got our phone number and web address in the show notes for this episode. Next time, more from the parrots as they share their strategy for keeping marriage from getting boring. Until then, on behalf of Greg Smalley and the team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.